Welcome to Driven in Her Purpose. This is a show that brings women together, women who are answering God's calling in their lives every day and living in their purpose with confidence. I started this show with the purpose of bringing together a community of women who are dreaming, doing, and making an impact on the world using their talents, their gifts, and their life experience. I strongly believe that having a supportive and spirit-filled community is instrumental to starting and growing any business. I believe that women need to be united and lift each other up and help each other shine. With God as our guide, we can do anything. So are you ready to join us? Then let's do this together. Welcome back to another episode of Driven in Her Purpose. I'm Rosie Leonore, your host, and I am so, so happy that you can join me today on this special Spirit-Filled Saturday. So if you're new here, Spirit-Filled Saturday is something I do at the beginning of every month to share my biblical reflections with you and what I'm learning from the Bible. All right, so are you ready, ladies? Today, I'm going to share with you something that was really a personal thing I went through and got put on my heart to share. And there's one main scripture I'm going to be leaning on, um, but there's a couple more that I'm also going to be sharing. So if you, if it's in your heart to want to take notes, feel free to take notes. You can always um, watch this or uh, listen to this again. And and if it's you know something that really touches you, feel free and pray about it, meditate on it. I believe that this is something that all of us go through uh, either daily, weekly, or at one point or another in our lives. I'd probably dare to say more often than not. So today I'm going to talk about fear. <clears throat> you know, there's a question that I want to ask that Jesus asked his disciples in this scripture that we're going to be reading. And that question is, why are you so afraid? This is from Jesus' words. Why are you so afraid? So we're going to look at Matthew 8, and we're going to read from verse 23 to 27. And this is called, Jesus Calms the Storm. Now, if you're an older disciple, older Christian, you may have read this already probably more than once. Maybe it's your first time hearing it. One way or another, each time you read the Bible, even if you've read it like a hundred times, depending on the season you're going to, through in your life, that verse or that scripture or that part of the Bible, those paragraphs, those verses could seem almost brand new to you because it, it's kind of like you come in with a different perspective. Because doesn't that happen to you? You read a verse or you read something in the Bible, let's say you know you read it at least three or four times in your life, you come back another year later or two years later or whatever, and you read it again, or even a week later, and you read it again. And it's just, there's something you get from it that you didn't get before. Doesn't it happen? I mean, it, I think it happens to all of us. So this is a scripture that really touched me in a special way uh, today and this week because of what I went through very recently, which I will share with you. Okay. So you know, um, I'll share with you the story, my story first, and then I'll share with you the scripture so you can see it in context. So, to, you know, just yesterday, literally yesterday, but this was, this isn't just a yesterday thing. Yesterday, I feel like God exposed my heart. So yesterday, um, I was, uh, there was something that we, I was trying to fix and my husband was helping me to fix uh, with some account I had. And um, it turns out the account was duplicated. I had duplicated it. I don't know how much time, uh, some time ago. It's, it's like an app. 
and it was because I couldn't figure out something about it. I think I, w I think I had lost my password or something happened. There was some technical thing that I couldn't figure out. And this was like, I think two years ago, or I don't know, something like that, probably like two years ago. So um, someone had, um, so anyway, I had to use this app again. And, uh, and so I, I was like, oh, wait, I have a duplicate. So I had to try to log into the duplicate account anyway. So the duplicate account, um, it was, uh, there was issues with it. Like I couldn't get in. It was hard to get in, but finally I got in. And then I realized something while I was in that account. I was like, oh no, like there's something I forgot to do with this a couple of years ago. Well, not a couple of years ago, actually a couple of months ago. So bottom line is um, I was like, oh boy, like this is, you know, I knew that this was like, this is something that I don't do all the time where I create duplicate accounts, <laughs> but I know myself and I forget when I forget things, I get frustrated and I'll try to either forget it, move on, or in this case, create a duplicate account, right? So what happened was um, I, I was, you know, my, my husband was like, oh man, you know, you got to take care of this, you know, erase this duplicate account. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Um, but I was re also reminded of like the, the, my past, you know, because more recently, um, I guess over the past month, especially, I've been really working on that area of my life. Like, you know, techniques of not forgetting, making sure I write things down, making sure I, I plan things better, like write my to-do list, seek more help if I need it. Don't, you know, when I get frustrated, say, hey, I need help with this so that I do it the right way and not rush through it. And so I was reminded that of that part of me that I consider in my past because I feel like I've definitely grown in it and I'm I'm still a work in progress. But um, what I did was I had a, I had allowed the voice of negativity, the voice of the past, to tell me, "Oh, you see, you see what you did. You you basically messed up again." Like or this, and I didn't mess up at the moment because that was something I did some time ago. But it reminded me of that nature, that part of me that wants to rush, that wants to do things quickly, that maybe didn't do things right because uh, I was, you know, just trying to. Um, just kind of wanting to get out of my frustration. So instead of asking for help or or trying to just, you know, maybe take another day to take care of whatever situation and, and do it well, I just want to hurry up and do. <laughs> and that's really my nature to do, 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 hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, get things done. Life is busy. You got to just move on, whatever. And sometimes in some situations, you can't do that. You got to stop. You got to think through it. So anyway, that was my, that's my nature. I don't know if y'all could relate, but this is something that I was reminded of. And so it really got to me because that voice, it was so bad. Like I actually teared up and I almost like, I was all pretty much crying because I was like, oh no, like, um, you know, it just reminded me, like, it made me feel like that person again. And, and it, it was so discouraging. Um, but then I, I wondered this morning and I was reading my Bible and I was I'm reading this book and I also started reading some verses in it. And I was like, it kind of one thing led to another. And I really was thinking about the word fear. You know, why was I discouraged? Because I was afraid, I was afraid that I would go back to that person that I was, the person that I, uh, I thought I left behind, right? That, that weakness that is getting stronger, I thought I would go back to it. Or yeah, or that maybe that 
I, this would affect whatever I'm doing in my future. So like, you know, that I would go back to my ways and I wouldn't stay consistent and I would fail, you know? So really what it came down to is that I was afraid of failure. Okay. I was afraid of failing again. And so that's one kind of fear that I went through, one kind of fear that I think we all go through. And of course, there's many other fears. So we're going to talk about, um, we're going to read in Matthew 8, because I really believe that this scripture really, when you, when you, <laughs> I'm going to read it to you now. And when you see, when you hear this, you're going to see how it can relate in this way and in many ways. So the scripture is again in Matthew 8, verse 23, and it says, then he got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Suddenly a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. He replied, you little of faith. Why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves. And it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Hmm. Woo, we got to dig it deep into the scripture. There's so much in here. So why are you so afraid? Okay. First of all, notice. Okay, notice. Jesus didn't say, why are you afraid? He said, why are you so afraid? Okay. Why? Because... Again, if you're in a boat, okay, you have a furious storm. The Bible says it was a furious storm. That means that boat was shaking and rocking and it probably felt like they were going to drown in any moment. So is it normal for us to have some fear? Of course. In a situation like that where we, you know, our brains were, were made, God made us perfectly. Like he put that little bit of fear in us, of course, because we, we got to be prepared to act. We have to be prepared to defend ourselves, to protect ourselves, to survive. It's survival. So being a little afraid, being somewhat afraid is, is fine because you have to do something, right? Usually you have to do something about it. Like if you're in a danger, if you're, if you're seeing a car, you're crossing the street, you didn't realize a car was approaching. Are you going to just stand there? You're going to run, right? Or you're going to walk much faster. You're not going to just stand there, right? So Obviously, that some fear is important, okay? But Jesus didn't say, why are you afraid? He said, you little of faith, why are you so afraid? And look how, first of all, he said, why are you so afraid? So their fear was too, was beyond what it should be. Why? Because they should have had some faith. You know, not only was Jesus with them, okay? But these are people who believed, who were believers. You know, this, these disciples were, were of the Jewish faith. They already had faith in God. But not only that, they had Jesus with them. So why would they be afraid if the Son of God is with them? Do, did they not think that he would protect them? Did they not think that they would be okay just with Jesus there, right? Or even, you know, like that they could, you know, somehow get up and, and, and you know, go and and do what they needed to do, but pray and ask God, okay, God, protect us, help us, and then go in and do whatever they had to do to stabilize that boat, right? As, as, as fishermen or boatmen or whatever it is that you do. So Jesus was asking a very good question here to them. So then he got up and this is the encouraging part. So he didn't just leave them there, right? He, he got up, he rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. 
So Jesus didn't just leave him hanging going, all right, guys, y'all way afraid. So y'all better get some faith right now and make this happen. <laughs> you know, he was like, okay, look, y'all, your faith has to increase. Don't be so afraid, but I'm going to help you, of course, because I'm not going to not help you because Jesus is going to reach out and help you because that's Jesus. This is God, right? God is God's heart is to help you. So, all right. So he went on and, and he rebuked the winds and the waves, and then it was completely calm. Oh my goodness, the, the peace that the disciples must have felt after that. So, you know, he, he answered their, their prayer, I guess. He really, um, you know, met their needs and made sure that they were safe. Jesus kept them safe. But here's, here's the, the interesting part. In verse 27, it says, the men were amazed. And they said, what kind of a man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. All right. So we look at this. I looked at this at first. I was like, come on, guys. Seriously, y'all asking Jesus, what kind of man is this? Like, y'all his disciples. Like, you've seen miracles. You already have been walking with him for at least a little while. Like, it's not like you're just seeing this for the first time. Like, why are you saying what kind of man is this? Like, I almost felt like it was disrespectful. Like, <laughs> you know, what kind of man? Wait, aren't y'all following Jesus because you believe that he is the Savior, the Messiah? I mean, I thought that's why you were following him, right? But then I searched my heart. And even though I never said these words, I don't think I've ever said these words, like, what kind of man is Jesus? I didn't say that, but that's what my heart said. That's what my heart says. Whoa. Oh my gosh, Jesus can do this? <gasps> I didn't know. I didn't think he could. I didn't think he would. And don't we do that in our hearts? Don't we do that sometimes? What kind of a man is this? Are you asking that? Maybe not in those words, but in your faith. I did. I did. And I had to like apologize and come to repentance. Like, oh God, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't want to be afraid. I want to have faith. And sometimes you have to just ask for it, right? There's another scripture in the Bible that says, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's basically, I forget exactly where it is. I didn't plan on putting in this podcast, but I just remembered. And it's, it's basically where the, the man asked Jesus to heal his, his I think it's to heal his daughter or something, or to heal his servants. Yes, to, I think it's to heal his servant. And, um, and, and then he says, um, he says, you know, I, I'm afraid, uh, sorry, I, be I, I believe, help me overcome my unbelief. He, he says to Jesus, I believe, help me overcome my unbelief. So sometimes we have to ask that of Jesus, like, help me to overcome my unbelief. So I want to talk a little bit about, there's another devotional I did about a week, I want to say a week and a half ago, and I've been wanting to share this. And it's so funny because I was like, I got to share this. Maybe I'll share it on the Spirit Fill Saturday. But I, I was like, I, you know, I wasn't sure how I was going to do it. But then now I'm like, wait a minute. This is a perfect scripture to add on here because this is this is another type of fear, a woman who who was afraid, but then surrendered. And so this woman is Mary. Mary the mother of Jesus. So if y'all remember, um, if you guys read this, and I'm, I'm pretty sure at least most of you guys probably read this at some point, in Luke chapter one is the account of when Jesus, when, sorry, when the angel 
came to Mary and basically told her that she was going to be the mother of Jesus, right? And so we you kind of, you probably already know how this goes, but I want to read a part and I, I want to show you how and encourage you how this woman, his amazing woman, Mary, the mother of God, amazing, love her. She's such an example, great example. Uh, I want to read to you a couple of verses. And it says, in verse 28, Luke chapter one, then the angel went to her and said, greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Okay, hold on a second. If you have an angel come to you and say, greetings, you who are highly favored. Whoa, what, what in the world? What a greeting. Like that's me? Highly favored? Huh? Has that ever happened to you? You ask, I'm highly favored. Mary was highly favored. Mary says in verse 29, was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. So troubled also is like afraid, fearful. She was like confused, <laughs> like what? And she was clearly afraid because then the angel in verse 30, it says, but the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord will give him the throne and his father, David, and of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Verse 34, Mary is like, wait, what? How will this be? How? How? I don't get it. Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy Spirit will be born. The whole, the whole, sorry. The, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who said, to, who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. Take that verse with you, sister. Take it this week. Verse 37. This is a powerful verse. For no word from God will ever fail. Ever. And so what was Mary's response? I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Could you imagine how encouraging these words were to Mary, for no word of God will ever fail. So like none of it made sense. Wait, I'm going to virgin and I'm going to be pregnant. That doesn't even make any sense. And so the angel also gave her the example of Elizabeth in her old age. She was an old age. She was like postmenopausal, it seems, according to, uh, it seems like she was postmenopausal. And at postmenopause, you're not going to get pregnant. Okay. So if Elizabeth was able to conceive. That was a miracle. So the angel encouraged her with that, saying, look, God's able to do that. He's able to do this. He's able to do anything. And so that encouraged Mary. She was like, oh, and reminded her of the greatness of God because she was already a believer, right? She was, remember, she's a, of this, uh, the Jewish faith. So Jewish people really, really had um, that, that background. 
of of having faith in God. And they they knew a lot about the the, the Old Testament and and the stories, Moses and all that. So they, they had heard about many miracles, even through Moses and other people. So there was a foundation there. But even like that, even with foundations, people can be afraid. You know, we have foundations. If you're a Christian woman, you have a foundation, you can still be afraid. Being afraid is not a bad thing. But how will you respond to that fear? How will you respond? You know, my question to you is, why are you so afraid? Think about what you're going through right now, whatever it may be. Maybe it's something someone else that's dear to you go going through and you're praying for them. And you're maybe afraid that the prayer might not be answered. There could be so many different types of fears. What are you going through today? Why are you so afraid? I want to encourage you to come back to Jesus. Come back to Jesus. I want to encourage you with a scripture in 1 John, in chapter 5. And it's in verse 14. And it says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, according to his will, he hears us. And we know, if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. Ask God, but ask according to his will. That's very important. It's even in the Lord's Prayer. Ask according to his will, because if it's according to his will, he's going to do it according to what he knows is best, not in the way that we think is best. We form in our minds so many times the way something should happen. But know that God may do this differently. But know that he wants to hear your prayers. He wants you to ask. And he will not let you down. He is good. Why are you so afraid? You little of faith. I want to encourage you. You know, if you're, if you're down on your faith lately, get into the word. Get deeper into the word. Maybe you're, maybe you're, you know, reading a verse a day. Maybe you're listening to the Bible. But if you're still afraid, something may not be sticking. Maybe you need to dig deeper. I want to challenge you. Dig deeper. Dig deeper into the word. Because remember, it is the word of God that increases our faith. God's word. The Bible said that God's word will not return to him empty. It will not. It will accomplish the purposes for which he set it out. I hope and pray that you found this encouraging on this spiritual Saturday. May God bless you. And I'll see you in the next one. Hey, sister, real quick. If you received any encouragement from this podcast, the best way you can thank me is by going over to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a review. The more reviews that are on the podcast, the more women that can be reached so that they can also be encouraged and inspired as they dream and do for the glory of God, just like you. May God bless you and guide you as you pursue and grow your God-given dreams.